Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing. And with me all the way across the pond in the land of the Red Dragon is the gold standard in ghost hunting, the godfather of everything, Mr. What is his name? Oh, yeah, Steve Parsons. Good evening. Hey, so uh, hey. how's it over there? Uh, well, England are through to the Euro finals. Oh, excellent. Um, I suppose that's something big, right? Uh, well, it hasn't happened since 1966. No, okay. There you go. Are we talking uh, European football? Yes, as you Americans call it, soccer. Yeah, yeah. It's played that's with okay. a round ball for Americans. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Not one no. shape like a testicle. Sissy, sissy sport, but that's besides the point. Sissy sport from a, from a country whose players have to work, play football wearing full body armor. You better believe it. Yeah. Mm. Man up. Yeah. All right. So, I've always uh, said everyone has got delicate knees. <laughs> uh, don't laugh. I do now after my hockey career. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh, God, I played hockey at school. Nightmare. Particularly when you played the girls. Uh, they I tell were you, vicious. We played ice hockey, but uh, I actually played, uh, well, they were on my team, um, two uh, female Olympians uh, in the Chowder Cup. So, uh, yeah, they were, they're pretty good. Huh? Run rings around me, that's for damn sure. That's anyway. what cheerleaders do. Yes, no cheerleader. <laughs> you tell that to us, you'll kick the shit yeah, out of well, you. You obviously <laughs> didn't have a hockey team at your school, Cal. Oh, we did. We did. They just played on the playground, so it was always playing on time. Cal just played chess and uh, yeah, totally and... yeah. We couldn't enough. afford that. I'm sure there was only three pieces left, so you just had to yeah. use your imagination. You went to a private school, didn't you? I did, yeah. yeah. Oh. Mine, mine was approved. I went to a public college and did way better there. I founded the chess club at my college, so that's, I found that's a chess of... piece at my school once. Uh, <laughs> Some anyway. private schoolboy must have thrown it over the wall. <laughs> yeah, from the private school next door. <laughs> Rebel. Hey, speaking about check uh, chess, I got chess, a chess, checkers. Yeah, I got a chest of checker pieces and and the board on it. It was uh, hand carved in Haiti. Oh. And uh, yeah, it seems you're to be wondering a little... why your phone doesn't work. <laughs> it seems to have some kind of uh, mojo on it. I have no clue, but it's uh, juju on it. That's for certain. Yeah, mojo, juju, whatever. How do you do? Anyway, so how I did have... we get, how did we get Cal out of out of the tub to uh, do uh, this? <laughs> I have two points for tonight, if I may. May may I take the lead, Ron? Oh, please do. May I take the lead? God, may I? Oh, please. 
Please. See, this, is, this is because he's got a BBC radio show once a week now. He's Please, take the freaking leak. <laughs> Go on then, Mr. BBC presenter. Audio oh. keeps cutting out. Well, I just had two points this time. Um, one was... Uh, you can get well, cream it, for that. It <laughs> was, if a question's asked, can I answer it instead of Steve? Uh-huh. If you've invited me on. Um, and the other one was, um, yeah, there is a topic I want to discuss. I've been seeing it going around social media a lot recently. And yeah. it's, it's from, um, there's various people that might do their own YouTube ghost hunting channel, even through to oh. people, even through to people making these things online and, and seeing that it's causing a bit of a social media war with people then talking about the, the shows and saying, Oh, it doesn't display um, real ghost hunting and yes, oh, well, that's fine. We did it's it last week, but we can do it yeah. again. Oh, I didn't realize you did it last week. No, we did not. Don't listen to him, Cal. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> he walked straight into that one. <laughs> oh, God, I have to put up with. Yes, Cal, go on. Talk about these groups that are are uh, warring with each other. Cal, you insulted him. Look what he did. He quit. No, his audio was cutting out before he quit. Well, he's gone now. No, he's still there. He just can't. We just can't hear him. His audio. What good is that? We have a guest, but you just can't hear him. How's that? He'll <laughs> be back. When he fixes his audio. Uh, I have to laugh. We did a show one time, and, and I inter- we did a whole show. And we inter- interviewed this person and everything else, and the, the show was all over and everything else. And then somebody made a message that says, Oh, Ron, we can only hear you. We can't hear the guest at all. I listened to it. It was just me talking and no replies to anything. <laughs> it's like, oops. <laughs> Do you remember that famous show about, oh, it must be about five or six years now, where you couldn't hear me. And I couldn't, Roy, can you get Cal back? Um, you couldn't hear me and I couldn't hear you. But both That's of right. us continue to do the show. Really? Do you remember that one? I it was back know. in the days of um, Karina. I can't remember anything. I'm old. Oh, it was hilarious, apparently, afterwards. I'm sure it was. It. I keep trying to find the podcast for that one, but I don't know if it ever got uploaded because both of us did an entirely separate show over each other. Yeah, as we, as we soldiers, isn't, isn't that like normal though, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> so is anyway. Cal back? Is he? No. Do you see his little picture up in the thing? No, we don't. Well, I can see only that. see the name. We don't see anything. Nope, he's not here. Oh well, hopefully he'll be back. Yeah, well, you hurt his feelings, Steve. I, you I know, you, I, you could only do that for so long, and you know, oh, people's feelings get hurt. Dear you know. old, dear old, dear. Especially old. Cal, you know, he's kind of sensitive. He went to private school, you know. Did you not? Did you not hear him say, "Oops, the audio's cutting out"? While the audio was cutting out. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Just you know, just we can we can we rewind that part of the show and uh, no, verify that. Moving along. Once, once again, I'm right. Yeah, I doubt it. Anyways, uh, if uh, well, he suggested oh. a subject. So your books are out, right? So that's that's uh, good. N- number two's out, nearly. Um, Both well. I, uh, well, I had my proof copy from the printer uh, yep. on Monday, and th- so 
the rest of them are now following uh once what what our printer does is they send out a proof copy first um so you can just double check everything and then you give them a green light so it's currently i guess rolling off the prints off the presses as we speak looks the weird thing was because i i you know i was given a choice of color for the cover and i opted for maroon um, yeah, a kind nice. of a, a deep plum classy. Yeah, I thought classy. so. It, the cover yeah. actually came back brick red. Um, <laughs> yeah, close enough. And it works. Oh, good. So brick red. Yeah. 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 The um, the uh, brief was uh, to knock out about seventy pages. Mm-hmm. Yes, we uh, we went through this for the last mm-hmm. four weeks. You've been bragging about how many extra pages you did. Yeah, 168 pages. Yes, yes, yes. We know the whole <laughs> Come story. Come on, Cal. Every freaking week. Anyways, I kicked off on Friday with Lou and Jen uh, the yeah. affection connection. Yes. Friday yeah. or was it, Mon- was it Friday? Monday. 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 You said Friday. Monday, Monday at 11 a.m. You rewind and that because it- you did actually say Friday. Who cares? It kicked off at 11 a.m. It's on it's on on, uh, my Facebook page if you want to listen to it or watch it, actually. And. uh, Live the scientist. What? (laughs) I have no clue. Anyway. No, I mean, he has a BBC uh, radio show now. Science show. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Yeah, so oh. I said he's a radio superstar now. Oh, maybe maybe that's the the problem. Maybe he's uh, yeah, you his know, audio uh, just broke. <laughs> yeah, well, that bloody really evidently doesn't do that on the uh, BBC, right? Uh, well, one would hope not. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I could phone him. Uh, actually, I'm doing that right now as we speak. <laughs> oh, okay. So I could phone him and just put the phone next to the microphone here. You could do that, I guess. But and he wouldn't. Nothing's he. coming through. Nothing's coming through. Okay. All right. Cal is, is mad at you. I I knew that was happening. Ah, no, he's back. Wait. Oh, audio was playing up. Audio was playing up, and yeah. then it crashed. But that's no, I'm back said, and I can... But, but uh, Steve wouldn't agree with me. But that's oh, it. there we go. But I said so the exact. Yeah. That that point, the social media arguments um, about TV not having a proper trail and then saying can't everyone just be positive. And I thought, well, that's a frustrating note to end on because, um, as you know, Steve and I obviously come from different backgrounds to approach the same thing. That's why we've got mutual interest. But I certainly am of the agreement that there is a right and wrong way to go about doing things. And you can't just merrily loll along saying, well, we're all having a good time. That's the main thing. Don't criticize me. Oh, well, wait, Cal, that, is, wait, a minute, wait, wait a minute, Cal, isn't that, isn't that what they're trying to, whatever they're trying to do, though? I mean, if they're trying to do something academically, I certainly understand. But if they're just trying to have a good time, then that's what they're doing. They've achieved their goal. So I think some of the points that they make is saying that um, I don't find it nice that people are making comments that. Um, well, don't put it up there. <laughs> the, the, there's never an accurate portrayal of of science or ghost hunting on tv i'm like well that's a fair point because i don't think i've ever seen a legitimate investigation take place on tv because i don't think anyone would ever commission it it'd be rather boring right yeah and so i've never seen that i've I've seen a lot of editing a lot of wow factors added in 
Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that they might recruit experts to come in and voice things and do things and stuff, that the whole thing together does not constitute a, a proper investigation that's got full controls that you then see, well, now we've finished the programme, watch out next week when the peer-reviewed paper comes out. We'll send it out to everyone that joined in on pay-per-view to watch. That's included in your payment. No. Hey, you you had a great idea, Cal. <laughs> I think Steve would would agree, too, if he was with us. Uh, is that, yeah, we'll do a show, and then the following week, there'll be a peer review of it. <laughs> I think that would be great. Have a panel discussing on it. Okay, and uh, we see here that you are doing this with that K2. <laughs> oh, did I say that a lot? I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Then it would be a fair show. You you do what you do, and then you put it up for criticism. That's uh, not criticism, but review, right? But no, it's not no. always criticism, is it? Well, no, peer review is not necessarily outright criticism in the way that people might think. It's just negativity thrown at it. Peer review and the critique is just purely to say, you know, have you considered it this way? Why did you use these methods? Haven't you considered looking at this research? It's all different suggestions, just purely to make something better and as watertight as possible as a report. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes clarity. Yeah, and unless, Steve, it, Steve, unless it is a if truly Steve was with us, paper. I'm sure he'd agree. He is with us. <laughs> unless it is a truly awful paper. But I, I, it's weird. People making these comments when they say, you know, they, these are people wanting the limelight or they're just jealous and stuff like that. There's another comment. They're just jealous. It's usually the comment made by the people that are jealous. <laughs> it's so funny to watch all this social media stuff because I just think when they keep on saying things like paranormal community, that this is so... Community, pop- yeah. Why is so poles apart from what I see any of us doing here? These discussions don't even come in that we have here on on Ghost Chronicles. They don't even come into what I'm seeing on social media. I'm like, who are you considering to be your community to be? Just anyone that's for or against you? Because you're not reading or doing anything that we're talking about here or reading about any of the stuff we're discussing. Hashtag para-unity. Para-unity. I was just thinking that, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what that is. Well, but, uh, the tagline for that is uh, we're all looking for the same thing. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. No, we're not. Yeah. Oh, Fame, I guess. Fame is, I guess, that would do. We're definitely not looking for the same thing. That's for sure. <laughs> that's the case. Well, you, you're, you're not included in that community, uh, Mr. Parson. That's the problem. I, I, I actually am not. No, I'm not actually. I'm scarily. And something I raised in 2016 was the fact that neither is the Society for Psychical Research. Um, we we did some, you know, sort of very rough uh, polls uh, mm-hmm. asking people in we the community. No, we, I mean, I'm talking about UK ghost hunters. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, you know, I mean, it was it was a, a really simple question. You know, have you heard of the SPR and do you know what they what they do? Uh, mm. I think I think well the name's kind of familiar. I don't know what they do, and that for an organisation that's been going for 150 odd years, that was a huge wake up call. Um, yeah. and they responded. Um, they set up a number of initiatives in order to uh, reach out and to act as the resource that they are, and that. They could be used by the community. Uh, the The library is free access. All of the online research that is available. If you're a member, right? If you're a member, of course. Yeah. 
but membership isn't prohibitive. I mean, good God, it costs less than you know a cup of coffee, a couple of cups of coffee a week. There you go. Um, so it, it's far from prohibitive. Uh, but when we when we produced the first set of guidance notes, uh, which were published in 2018, there were actually comments. Um, I'd pull up some now and read them, but I'm not going to. Um, but I'll paraphrase them. Uh, they ran along the lines of, who the did the SPR think they are? Just because they've been around 150 years, they can't tell us how to do stuff. Oh, um, no one yeah. cares about established stuff anymore. <laughs> through, no, to, through to, there are no experts in the paranormal, so what oh, do yeah. they know? Um, and and other similar sort of comments mm -hmm. exactly the 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 groups that the guidance notes were intended to help and in the guidance notes um when they were being written it was very carefully put that these are not a you must do finger wagging we're telling you you know we are the experts these were here is here are some good foundations for good practice if you follow them, inevitably your investigations will improve. Yeah, I mean, you you are you bring credibility to it, and even in your books, though you don't say like ghostology and uh, paracoustics. You don't say this is the way to do things. You, you, uh, you, you, you what? Definitely don't in the guidance notes. <laughs> However, ghostology is occasionally um, one of the reviews recently Critical. for ghost one of the reviews for ghostology quite recently was that uh -huh. uh, was that it contained lots of incredibly useful information, but they didn't agree with my opinions on some of the <laughs> um, items of equipment uh, because I was a little more forthright. So let me ask you both this. And do you, what about the other way around where people join the SPR and then use that, that little membership card as credibility for what they're doing, even though yeah, well, what that, they're doing might not be that credible. <laughs> that doesn't work. That That's just trying to jump on some sort of title for certification. That's just as bad as people going to get a silly internet certificate. I mean, I, I had one person recently, again, we, we've had this old chestnut before where someone introduced themselves to me on social media, again, as a parapsychologist. Never heard of this person. They've got a diploma in it. I've never met anyone with a diploma in it. And... And, and then all this kind of stuff started breaking away. I said, well, where are you based? Oh, oh um, I, did, I finished my degree with the OU. Oh, really? What, Steve Pyle or Sarah McKeon, who supervised you? Oh, it was Sarah. Okay, I'm speaking to Sarah tomorrow. Sarah, have you supervised this person? Who? <laughs> <laughs> it, it just broke down instantly. And yeah. you're like, why, why? You're clearly lying to me. Mm -hmm. Why are you even doing this? So again, just trying to join things. And I've seen people do that with the SPR more so with the Rhine Research Centre, I've had a few people join that where you can just simply purchase your membership, which is supporting the place for keeping going. It doesn't mm -hmm. certify you as anything. You're just, right. you know, part of that, you get cheaper lecture rates or free lecture rates, access to the libraries and stuff like that. But they yeah, will but use it as some sort of badge, badge of honour or certification. Yeah, Cal, is, isn't, isn't Lloyd doing uh, certification through the, the Rhine, though? Doesn't he have some certified classes? Yeah, but the, yeah, so there might be a series of classes there, and they've been doing those for a long time where you've actually got to, you know, be involved, be observed, engage in yeah. the discussions. And they might be on the same level as the foundation certificate from the University of Edinburgh, where you've got to attend a certain number of set weeks, be involved in the discussions, and, 
and be observed to engaging and actually understand what it is these debates are about. To just get a certificate that says I've been through a standard course that gives me the very basics of what I need to know. And being observed by someone that is in the know, is a professional, they've seen that to a certain standard. And here's my certificate to prove it. So, yeah. so uh, Steve, you're a, you're a committee man for the SBR, right? Um, I'm a council member for the SBR, uh, as I, is I, Cal. You know, you, as you is know, Cal. Like, Oh, it's Cal. I didn't know you were both were. I apologize, Cal. Uh, I forget you're a doctor, doctor, so that <laughs> moves you up. So does it, Steve, does it irritate you that people use that SBR membership as, as, as uh, a form of credibility to their work, even though it may not be credible? It might be not on a credible level, I should say. I, I've absolutely seen it done where, where uh, when a fight breaks out on social media, um, people start b uh, battering one another with the well, I'm a member of the SPR, and I uh, and yeah. I'm a member of you. You do, yes, you see that too, um, and ASAP, who do have an accreditation course for their investigators, um, but you do see it, and no, it doesn't annoy me anymore. It used to years and years and years ago, but at the end of the day, the SPR don't have a corporate view on anything. Okay. Um, so they're not actually breaching any of the rules and the SPR don't have any courses yet uh, underway that people can make any claims thereof. Um, there is a, there are plans uh, that, that uh, do involve training courses for investigators mm -hmm. run by the SPR, but there will be zero accreditation. Um, you can say you've attended the course and we will confirm that you attended the course, but you will get no accreditation for that course. No certification of attendance. And that's well, that's not well, my decision. <laughs> that's not my decision to make. Um, I, I would. Think if you've I would, done something like that, you get a basic. Something I think. I, I, I mean, I would attendance. push for it. Yeah, yeah, I would push for that. Uh, yeah, and I would that's agree the with least it. You could do. Yeah, you but can get it with I, some I, conferences that give you a, a, a yeah. CPD certificate to actually prove to your employer that you were there and you went through it. Yeah, but I don't have an issue with that. I do have an issue with uh, issuing a form of accreditation. Uh, that right. This makes you better than anybody else, because the one thing that you see a lot of, and this happened to Kieran and the courses that he runs through his school of parapsychology. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I've in uh, last year. I ended up in a drawn into um, an internet spat because somebody tagged me, um, which which is one of those unfortunate things that that happens all too often. Uh, and I I stood on the sidelines and watched, um, despite the fact that you know I'd been tagged. And then I noticed that quite a lot of uh, I made a comment and immediately was rebuked by somebody who claimed to be a parapsychologist accredited by the school of parapsychology Ooh. and and told me that i should perhaps attend more investigations and know what i was talking about <laughs> uh, did you go to kieran <laughs> um daddy, I, <laughs> daddy he, he hurt me yeah. <laughs> Kieran's aware it happens. Okay. Um, and what's his policy on policing that? Because surely his course starts off by saying, let me make it clear what you get out of this is X, Y, and Z. Really? No, what you, what, <laughs> I, I can't really say this on air, but what you do get is a signed photograph. And um, <laughs> You've said you, it on air. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
no, there is uh, there is no policing. Um, but then you know, it's a commercial it's a commercial uh, activity. The information and the content is of a good standard. There's no there's no disputing that, but it's a commercial activity. So on that note, Steve and Cal, is you're you're saying because it's a commercial, well, all the TV shows are commercial ventures, so therefore you could take the same tolerance to them. Then I, I think it's it swings and roundabouts when it comes to the TV stuff because, of course, the main thing is they're going to make money. They need to make money. It's the whole reason they're making it in the first place. Well, they it's won't just be on that, the air. They wouldn't be on the air otherwise. They they don't just want one episode. They want several episodes. They want it to be a season. They want more seasons and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've been involved in one recently. I've done Paranormal Captured, and now I've just filmed the Mm -hmm. second season of it. But at least we've had some leeway with the producers and argued that, you know, well, let's take the winter special that we did. It was 90 minutes long. And the the two um, psychologists involved that had any sceptical view or informed opinion got two minutes of airtime compared to the rest so it was a very select <laughs> very selective few bits of words that they put in between other people that you know aren't doing this for a living from an academic standpoint or from a trained background point of view or producing anything that goes to to peer review so if that's the case and they're still doing it it begs the question of why are you doing it what what's the gain from what you're doing because you know if, if you're not playing to science what are you playing to what are you playing for um, and so when it comes to all these other shows as well, um, you know, they're doing it because they're just drawing in an audience base. And a lot of the time it's without any experts whatsoever. They just like to see the shock and thrill factor. But the problem is it has repercussions on the audience because they think that is parapsychology. That's psychical oh, sure. research. That's how you hunt ghosts. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I, I I mean, find out. Well, well. Um, we are hitting right up against the ad break, but when we come back, yeah. inevitably, I slightly disagree with Cal on some of the points he's made uh, regarding okay. the we programs, and uh, we'll 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 revisit them after we come back after the break when we get there. Um, but we've got to cover if we ever get there. But <laughs> it's okay uh, to but... be wrong, Steve. You only learn from it. Uh, the... All of, I, I welcome my mistakes because all, you all I can say out, we are coming up to, we are coming to a break and I want to get the last word in is that uh, if I've you know if I've done something uh, if I've been called in to do an investigation or whatever and I don't do it like it's been on TV then people will call me out on that and say well they aren't very good they don't do it like it's on TV so that's what you also don't, have to deal with anyways you we have to do the break saying, you're you know listening to Ghost Chronicles. Uh, international right here on Tojinet and Pararex Radio with Cal Cooper as our special guest, Steve and I, uh, as usual. And we are brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts. And of course, our very, very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. So, uh, We'll be right back after the following messages. And I left way too much time on this. Sponsored by Against This Pastors.
Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly gooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parrax family. <laughs> well, you know, I was only I was only saying to um, uh, about you the other day, and you, you were saying to about me what? Yeah. Well, I, I, I I paused because I didn't want to name names. Oh, <laughs> was it Anne? No. <laughs> no, it was a colleague though. Okay. Yeah, he said he's very premature. <laughs> 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 Yes, thanks, Roy. We do. <laughs> Can't you tell, Roy? <laughs> yeah. You can get cream for that, Cal. Yeah, delay cream. Yeah, a bit of E45. Does that work? Play that, it'll play that rash right up. <laughs> <laughs> you, are a yeah, uh, you are listening to part two of Ghost Chronicles International with your host in New England, New England's own Van Helsing here in uh, celebratory United Kingdom. Um the gold standard in ghost hunting and dr doctor cal cooper the rock star parapsychologist oh you yeah, haven't heard that for a while no but i remembered it i would yeah, have said it well, sooner i would have said it earlier too but blown I out the water by mr premature jack mocha ejaculation here yeah that run now <laughs> anyway uh tonight so pick on your elders <laughs> and betters older i don't think i want that title <laughs> moving right along moving right along tonight's subject is a re- at the request of uh, dr dr cooper um we were discussing paranormal media social media tell me you were about to disagree partially disagree because <sighs> um the cal was is is very critical of these programs whereas um and and i do completely agree that there are almost no examples of good practice shown on any of these programs um it it just he's absolutely right there have been attempts at good practice shown on the programs but inevitably they they often end up on the cutting room floor Mm, yeah um to the annoyance afterwards when you say i spent a day filming a day where is it i know i know 
It's happened to me many times. <laughs> um, but that doesn't mean to say that, that working on the programs um, can't, you can't find a balance um, because you do have an audience. And it is possible, I believe and I maintain, to use the current vehicles as imperfect as they are to at least offer some some small other side of the story an opportunity for people to hear an explanation uh, they may go away uh, they, they might just laugh at you but they may go away and look at uh, these other possibilities i know it i know for a fact it has happened um, I wouldn't imagine it happens very often, but if you are going to reach out to um, the community, the ghost hunting community, the audience for these programs, Terror Unity, yeah, well, well, whatever you want to call them, if you're going to reach out to them, then they understand a particular language, they understand a particular presentation, because since 2002 with Most Haunted, and then the following year in America with uh, the Ghost Hunters, they have been raised on this this spoon fed this formula i think you can actually use that formula um to produce a show huh i i How? believe that you can actually use this that the formula of most haunted of the ghost hunters in order to produce a show that is both entertaining oh, show yeah that's yes. both entertaining and at the same time informing sort of a combine combination of the documentary uh the the boring the the more boring sides if you like of the of uh, of what investigation entails so let me uh, let me sum up what you're saying then you're just potentially saying that there is you know good potential for the format for a show that works for all audiences so no no stuff, no i i what i'm saying is it's possible to take the tiger tiger by the tail and and tame it a little um and there have been treatments offered treatments are what um those in the media call a project idea for a television program so you would go to a production company with a treatment which outlines what you hope to do mm -hmm. what you and how you hope to do it uh, and there have been a number of pre uh, the number have been pre uh, presented and um the program makers who are not the broadcasters the we program makers have, have gone along with these ideas and pilot programs have been made the problem then hits when you get to broadcast uh, the networks because the network executives only see pound shillings pence dollars cents yen, uh, yen luan <laughs> krona um and they realize that oh well you know oh, look at this uh, you know th those those two plumbers and those three wackos from tennessee and they they make us you know x million dollars in advertising and well we could just replicate it and so what happened was you get a successful series you get the copycats and the tv network executives are not man enough big enough to 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 change well so what are you saying was... you don't agree with me on yeah i know that was well, pretty much uh, only the <laughs> only in so much as you were you were very condemning of the programs whereas i think that you can actually work with the programs 
Oh no, I wouldn't say my condemning. I don't there's think there's hope. Otherwise, I, I would I wouldn't get involved at all. But I've changed tactics, knowing that well, if you've brought me in, you've got to air something that I'm saying. So I'll make sure that pretty much everything that I'm saying, you can't edit down to something that's um, you know isn't just wishy washy or thrown away. It's going to be very critical. So I've either limited my responses or make sure uh, made sure that some of my responses are really blunt now. Oh, um, less, uh, yeah, a, a valuable so, lesson. <laughs> there's a, um, there was a series. I don't, I don't even remember the name of it. I apologize for that. But what they Crystal did is Maze. they went, ar- they do, they went around debunking things, kind of like they would take this footage of, of you know, because there's ones on there, uh, paranormal caught on whatever now, and they and they have these people that comment on it, which are all cop outs, by the way. Um, because everything's paranormal and whatever. But anyways, the, the opposite end of it, where they, they, they take this thing and then they, they try to uh, debunk it. Otherwise, they, they give you an explanation, no matter how strange it might be, of what it happens. Is, is that a good show? No. Or is it just, it's, it's not any different from the other one, is it? It's, it's exactly, the same, uh, the, exactly the same show. What you're doing is just reversing the format so that the, uh, in effect, the, the investigators who are going in to debunk, to find an explanation, are as desperate to find an explanation as those that are portraying ghosts as being a reality are to find something that proves their case. What, what Cal has identified is that there is no show that shows the process that is objective and balanced where all of the possibilities are considered based upon the evidence and they don't show the practice of obtaining that evidence and what's most frustrating and i know this from speaking to to uh, audience members the shows never ever um and i don't know of a single one You'll hear the, the, the ghost hunters or even the parapsychologists say, oh, well, that's really interesting and we, we really ought to do some more measurements there. And, uh, and yet they never do. There is never a follow-up half-hour show or intro show to you know each week's episode of what happened last week and what tests ne- were done and the results that we that were obtained they never pay the parapsychologist for a follow-up day where it's just them doing that and so it'd have right. to be off their own back and who the hell is going to go from mm. a paid day at work to go back to that location that you got paid to go to yeah well to they, should your... they should pay they should pay to do they it they should pay for the follow-up because i know i am a hundred percent sure that that's that the audience that is a sufficient market for that um type of show because i've spoken to many 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 people and they all say the same thing they said it about most haunted they've said it about the ghost hunters they've said it about zach and all of the other shows they they are frustrated that these people go in spend 24 hours in a building produce wave wave the evidence and then move on yeah but wait a minute didn't didn't uh most haunted uh do that at the end with with karen and yourself and whoever else they dug up as parapsychologists uh try to explain things at the end is it is it that formula okay or does is it because it wait a minute let me finish because i know they only gave like a, a a short blip if they expanded that piece for instance to you know, a half an hour, 15 minutes, I don't know the, the time limit. W- would that make it more 
reputable. Well, um, sorry, Cal. Um, it was actually, it was actually tried. Um, the series you're watching now, or you watched me in, we, we, when I was brought onto the show, we tried a new approach. Um, and that was because of work that we've been doing with Yvette, um, off camera, uh, while they were working on, 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 on another project. And they were looking for a new, or they were looking to expand the show. And an idea was, was born called Most Haunted Extra. And it was mm. something that we've been pushing for, which is to show the processes and report back on previous um, locations. I do you remember that? And it happened, the, fir- the first one I was brought in on um, was the first one that they tried it on. And it showed me, uh, it was a half hour show that immediately followed the main show. And it showed me doing measurements, explaining why I was measuring things, explaining what I was looking for. I was interviewing people that worked in the building. Um, the following week, they added some sections of what they called diary cam, which was the main stars going, well, you know, where we are and um, we've been out here and we're going there and we're doing this and we're doing that. By the third or fourth week, they had done what, what the producers um had actually wanted uh which was they just wanted to turn the show from 60 minutes to 90 minutes okay so they used the extra as a well there was no there was no discernible difference between it and the main show uh but for one show uh one and one and maybe the, the one following the um, one got the full half hour and the one following got most of the half hour and then it was ditched okay fair enough so there is what about okay so uh, let me bring up uh what about documentaries like the philip project that you know they they did a documentary on is 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 that a a solution to this problem as well there's been some kind of from the philip experiment which was an actual thing um with the toronto society for psychical research through to even big films like um, Poltergeist and things like that, they brought in for either documentaries or the trailers, actual experts. So for Poltergeist, they had people like Bill Roll, Charles Tart, D. Scott Rogo being advisors mixed in, actually explaining to you what this phenomena is actually like um, and what researchers go and look for. Um, mm-hmm. So if you've got a documentary on it, um, it just depends who the documentary maker is and who the, what channel they're pitching it to, because there must be at least four or five, maybe even more documentaries on things like Enfield. And mm-hmm. I, I've seen them either very much leaning towards a sceptical take and actually, you know, there's so many alternative explanations and the girls are just making it up, through to more leaning on the eyewitnesses saying, I saw that with my own eyes, I was there, and you can't deny that. Um, and I've looked for every possible explanation I did at the time. I, w- I was trying to be sceptical about it. So y- you can just see that, mm, well, you know, we can bring in the experts, but it still depends who are we aiming at this at? How much mm-hmm. airtime do we give to the eyewitness over the expert? But then again, the expert is talking about it after the fact and just talking about possibilities, not having witnessed it for themselves. Uh, they're not there as a field investigator. So then we would want to lean more on people like Guy Playfair and Maurice Gross um, Mary Rose Barrington and Alan Gould and John Belloff, but they were only there for a day or so. So and the it, it, don't forget the Warrens. 
Well, yeah, and they were very briefly there. I mean, as soon as they turned up, the genuine researchers scarpered because they wanted nothing to do with it. The same happened when Jeffrey Solvin, Alex Tanis, and Carlos Osis were at the Amityville house, saw the Warrens turned up, and they scarpered and thought, we don't want to be even caught in the same you know, camera shot as them um, because they made up all kinds of nonsense about um, SPR members and stuff and saying that they were working closely with them and, and stuff like that nonsense. The documentaries again, that, that's are using the SPR for credibility, right? Well, they were. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, documentaries are what I what I grew up on long before it was on Most Haunted, and then you know, I I used to it, it still does somewhere I think on my bio say work for Nat Geo and Discovery Network and blah because back then National Geographic and the Discovery Network were doing proper documentaries that were well balanced overall and gave. Uh, an informative view of the subject um and that was because the the director and the producer came into it with no real fixed idea they were just interested in the subject but now look at discovery's output you have yeah i I don't have to list any of them no don't 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 give look at look at look at even national geographics paranormal themed output it's all entertainment. Well, you you can do somewhat with it. I, I know, and this you guys are gonna laugh. I know this, but uh, there was a show that was out called "Weird or What" with William Shafter. Yeah. But at least on that show, I know it's. <laughs> but at least on that show, they always gave you alternatives at the end. It was like you never just got okay. This was it. This was that. That you know they they gave you alternatives at least they show different sides of the coin well i was going to say uh, you've got shatner's world of the weird or whatever it is and you've got the in search of with um, Leonard originally oh, yeah. ori- originally yeah. nemo and now uh zach quinto yeah now i would say that they are uh, they're a model of good television they're entertaining Arthur C. Clark was pretty good too arthur c clark in his day um, but currently both William Shatner and Zachary Quinto are running, you know, their competing series. Um, and I, I think both of them are a model of good television. They, they're informative, they're well-balanced. They don't come down, um, too far in either direction. Uh, of the two, I'd say Quinto's has probably got the edge because he, uh, if you've watched some of them, he will actually test claims. I don't um, like that. He was, you know, as, the, as, a, as the host, you're supposed to be the observer. You're not supposed to be the. Yeah, he the, doesn't the do the subject. test. He, he, he puts a. Yeah, a he does. He just, like jumps out of planes and stuff and tries to remember. Yeah, well, things. nothing yeah. wrong with that. Oh, yeah, well, well, he does. So no, I mean, in, in the the presenter's job is to make a connection between the audience and the subject, and both not Shatner yeah. and Quinto are doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Certainly better than you know that mask wearing buffoon in the body armor with his chimp chimp no mate <laughs> and his face mask before we even needed them. What what is your thoughts, uh Cal? Have you seen either one of those shows or we lost Cal? Uh we heard his opinion again. Heard him again? Sorry, I'm back. Hey. Oh, my, my daughter got out of bed and she came looking oh, for me and everyone else was in bed. So I had to say, <laughs> that's all right. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, just, I just put it back. I just put it back. Okay. Yeah. You know, family first. 
<laughs> but did you have you seen either the in search of with with Quinto and uh, the Shatners when? What is your thoughts on those? Is that the way to do it? Where you have? I, ne- I never saw those. I, I saw the Leonard Nimoy one because there was some really good stuff in there, um, yeah, especially on uh, electronic voice phenomena. So I've, I've sometimes stripped some of the clips of some of the known experts talking about things because I'd never seen them, you know, yeah. alive and talking in that capacity before. I think it was kind of like some of their few media opportunities. So it was good to actually see them engaging in in some way. But you know, you say is that the the way to do it? It, you know, is this the right kind of thing that an audience needs to see? I guess so. They still dramatize it to some extent with, you know, oh, yeah. wherever the presenter is and, you know, whether they're wandering through a graveyard chatting to you saying, and now we will go and meet a person who experienced this. Um, but yeah, it's better than them sat against a white background, just in a chair, just chatting to you or in a living room or whatever. But at least it's then going to the eyewitness and, um, you know, the experts. I always enjoyed the show Ghost Hunters that was in the early 90s, something like that, mm-hmm. in the UK, because mm-hmm. all that was was just footage of the location, eyewitnesses talking to There was nothing else. There wasn't even an investigation. Mm-hmm. That was it. It might reflect on or talk, people talk about investigations. Uh, I, I can't really vouch for what the quality of those investigations were, but it was just talking about these things and people's experiences. And I was captivated by it. I still mm-hmm. am, even though it's so basic and... And low budget, it works. William Woolard and uh, many, many actually, the, the leading lights are in their day. It, in fact, I think it's some of the only video footage of some of the leading members of the SPR in those days. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Professor Sir Archie Roy, bless him, and David <laughs> Fontana. That's <Archie> <laughs> <laughs> what we used to call him, <laughs> Professor Sir, Professor Lord Sir Archie Roy. Sir Archie Roy. <laughs> He was in it most, really, that they kept yeah. turning into the main view. Mary Rose Barrington was in one. I think mm-hmm, that's an excellent mm-hmm. piece with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's young people that have, um, they ended up in a few different ways. I mean, Jason Carl was in it, who then played the part of a parasitologist for the first series of Most Haunted. <laughs> and yes, we they, do know that. And, he and called then, himself a parasitologist. He did. He did, Carl. Uh, and, oh, okay. And, but then... Um, he didn't back then in the ghost hunters thing, but he has come back for his view on things, more so the history. So he he is making an appearance in things that I've been in recently, but not. I know it's the same thing, but we weren't on camera together. I didn't realize till after the fact. But so he's gone from ghost hunters to that. Um, who else was in ghost hunters? CJ Roma. CJ's oh in ghost god, hunters. yeah, he was. He was like about five then. Yeah, yeah. and he's talk, talking about when I he didn't realize. It, well, chased in fact, after an apparition that he saw going up the stairs, and when he yep. chased after the stairs weren't there, so he just had butted the wall. I didn't realise until and you know, that he'd been trans when he was uh, <laughs> in his younger days. Yeah. That's, I, I that's don't know his it's... choice. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I had a thought, but it's, it's escaped my brain, which is usual. So, is there hope for? A, TV, uh, a commercial TV show. There's always hope. A fool's uh, hope. A forlorn hope often, but there is hope. <laughs> uh, and there are, you know, um, there are people still coming up with ideas and trying to, uh, you know, turn these ideas into pilots and treatments and proposals for TV companies. Eventually the bubble will burst. Uh, I- inevitably the we will move on to something else i mean i had high hopes with for ufos uh, 
Yeah, sadly, yeah. that that didn't really. Um, I thought that would really go after they. I, I, yeah, I thought we would, we would, you know, um, a lot of them would move off and go and jump into oceans and look for tic tacs and all manner of. <laughs> sadly, no. I mean, the, the one recently that did well was Surviving Death on Netflix. That got to number one for a long time. Oh, that's, and a, that's again, a sore topic with us. Oh, because you, yeah, again, what ends up on the cutting room floor? And it's not as though that goes unnoticed, because I, I knew that. And so when people ask my opinion on it, and it got good reviews, and rightly so, but how much yeah. do you actually put in it? So I did say, you know, there were elements on this, that, and the other. I even had colleagues that were in it, but they're not featured in it at all. That's how much they filmed. Um, you know, there is a section where they filmed with us at the University of Northampton. I wasn't there. I was filming something else at the time. Yeah. But I had colleagues that were with Professor Chris Rowe, who's featured, but my colleagues aren't in this at all, except for an odd voice in the background. But they spent a lot of time on camera and they're not featured at all. So th yeah. this is the nature of the beast. But it's not to say that the outcome uh, was bad. Out of six episodes, people have their favorite because they were all very different. But they're just mm -hmm. giving a good different format. HD, a lot of using, you know, aerial view shots, which we can do now in H HD. And it makes it a very beautiful thing to watch with then again talking to these experts against um, eyewitnesses and the latest science that that worked. I was surprised that finally got picked up, um, but it got a lot of attention. It got to number one, so that was that was good to see. But unfortunately, that was more so on the near death experience, the latest science of mediumship, and what's going on in the labs. It was not six episodes on field investigations, which is field, what we're talking about well, in here. How, yeah, how I, I, I think the problem still comes from the top down. Um, I don't think. You know, we, we've pointed fingers at the investigators. I still think that there is a lot of finger pointing to be aimed at the uh, leading organizations all around the world. Um, and an attitude that still prevails, unfortunately, that ghost hunting or field investigation or field research or spontaneous case research, you can dress it up in, in whatever title you want to call it, um, is not a real area of interest or expertise. And it is not befitting these organizations or uh, and something which I've encountered very recently where people think that. Um, because of the membership of these organizations or the other qualifications in completely unrelated areas that are sort of kind of lumped into parapsychology because they're homeless everywhere else, um, end up, I'll give you a quote, um, or almost a direct quote that I heard within the last 24 hours. Um, when I was invited onto by a very noted, but by Mary Rose Barrington. I assumed that um, that that I was then yeah. worthy to investigate poltergeists. <laughs> yeah, that was that was so perfectly timed. Thank you, Mary Rose. <laughs> that was a jottle, a jottle from the other side. Please but it, it, it's a huge. But that's the problem. These these people are full of enthusiasm but they don't recognize the expertise or the experience of some investigators. And I think that goes back to my first point at the very start of this, which is when people then turn around and say, 
you know, there are no experts. There is no right and wrong way. Let's all just be nice about this. I'm like, well, that sounds like a very friendly solution, but that's a cop out. You know, imagine the attitude if you said, oh, it's all very well you're going for chemotherapy, but I'd sooner you just rub this orange on your skin. What? The, the, you know, the, the alternative, of... that attitude and alternatives is complete nonsense. Where's your rationale? Where's your justification? Where's your empirical evidence for the way in which you're going about things? It's not producing any form of tangible outcome. So don't, don't advertise it. Let's okay. do it the way that's the, producing. The quote results. that Cal just gave, and I, I want to bring it in before the end of the show, the quote that Cal just gave about, uh, about let's all be nice. Um, yes. that it's, it's about me was actually spoken to me within the last seven days by a leading member of the Society for Psychical Research when questioned oh, on the point of good practice and protocol. It's about we, we really need to be nice to one another uh, rather than fight for good practice. Okay. All right. So, Cal, uh, I, I did want to ask you about because the BBC you you're doing a BB show now, C show now. Yeah, science detective. So we basically take anyone's questions that they have about any area of science, and we find an expert on it, and we bring them in to question them about it. So we've done everything from why do planes fly to memory and bumblebees and all sorts. Really? Awesome. The bumblebees yeah. have memories. Yeah. Oh, it, was, anyway. it was about their memory, their learning, what can they do? They've been trained oh, to do different things in the lab. That's the heartbeat. So we got to wind up. Cal, if somebody wants to find out more about you, how can they? www.callumecooper.com or go to Twitter at Callum E. Cooper. Thank you, Cal. Thanks for joining us today. If you want. I'm always yeah, I'll I tell you, there was something I wanted to cover, but we, I just remembered it. But anyway. All right. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay tuned for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. With, uh, no, you've gone wrong. You've gone. Go on. Go on. <laughs> I'm gone. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night, deliver us good luck.